This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? I, you know what? Well, I wanted to say pop, um, pop, pop then. Pop, pop, pop. Okay. Sam Delaney. I'm Sam Delaney. Pop, pop, pop. Don't know why. That just came into my head. But it does remind I, me of this. Me and Len have been doing fantasy bands recently. It's a bit right. like the Leniverse, but it's in the music industry. <laughs> because I told him that I'd formed a band called... Are you ready for this? You're going to like this, right? Is this in real life? This is this is in fantasy so, I don't, yeah, No, it's sort of in a kind of a Leniverse vibe. But I'm right, thinking okay. I might do it for real. You've Just got the option, a, haven't you? a, a good yeah. name for a band. Yeah. And once you've got the name for the band, it's almost like rude not to actually make a go of it yeah I mean the rest just throws itself together doesn't it once you've got the name so this is it you ready yeah yeah. pot pan and the lids pot pan and the lids yeah I like it so I'm pot pan and my band is sort of the vibe of the band is really like Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. I'm thinking, yeah, early 60s, maybe doo-wop kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, sort of doo-wop. So we all wear matching yeah. suits and we all yeah. kind of click our fingers. But I'm very much the front man leading, leading the yeah. vocals. The and they do pump. beautiful... Yeah. Three lads, the lids, they do the, yeah. um, they do the harmonies behind me. Yeah. But then Len got competitive and said that he'd formed a sort of a... Uh, uh, a pop persona called Red Spider, right? Oh, I like that, yeah. And he actually recorded a song, vocal only. I, I yeah. guess it was a demo that he laid down. Right. On his phone uh, or something like that. Mob- on audio notes and played it to me. <laughs> yeah. And it's the first song by Red Spider and it's called God Damn You, Jamie G. <laughs> He won't let me play it on the podcast, but I'm working on it. But I've heard it, and well, it's, to be honest, it's fucking powerful stuff. Well, I mean, Len's podcast, his own podcast's on its way, isn't it? That's imminent. Yeah, so he, well, yeah we're doing, doing our, our tournament starts on Tuesday. Fucking hell, We've been, we meant fast, to do this weekend an Earth Tournament Q&A like we did last year, but we might do that next weekend. Um, yeah, and we'll he's supposed, we're supposed to be releasing... The first episode of the um, it's sort of like it's not an official uh, tournament podcast. It's like a fan cast, right? So yeah. I'm hoping it'll be quite bantery. That'd be good. Yeah. Mm. Will you get guests on? Do you think from the Don't World of Earth tournament? From the yeah, Leniverse? it might be that we get actual uh, tournament characters on. Is that possible? I don't know. I tell you what, I might ask him, but I don't know whether he'll be up for this. Is I might see if any listeners, because there, there was a you'll remember when we did the Air tournament Q and A on Twitter last year, it was a massive response, huge. And yeah. I might do a thing where people can send in actually voice questions, and we'll play yeah. them out, and then Len will answer them on there. I don't know. Oh, that'd be good. But, yeah, that would work. But anyway, um, yeah. God damn you, Jamie G by Red Spider. Who who is Jamie G? Do we know? Don't know. Don't, no idea. Fucking he hell. hasn't told me. Uh, it's hard mm-hmm. to tell from the lyrics of the song because most of the lyrics in the song are "God damn you, Jamie G." Sort of like that, like sort of like a madman in a frenzy about Jimmy this character, G. Jamie G. Uh, Jimmy G's clearly done something very untoward. Yeah. yeah. 
God damn you, Jimmy G. So his is more hardcore, whereas Pop Pan and the Lids is very much, it's like, it's it's soft. It's not, it's approachable, like pop music. Like you say, do do what's harmonising. I've got a couple of questions. Do Pop Pan and the Lids exist in the modern day, or are they originally a group from the 1960s that have... They, you know, they're um, uh, no, they're they're modern day, but they're influenced by the sixties, much like sort of a shawaddy waddy type darts. thing. Yeah, darts, led, like one led of these. By Den Hegarty. Yeah, or shawaddy waddy, or Shaking Stevens, even just one of these bands that you yeah. know draws heavily upon yeah. that kind of late fifties influence. I don't know if I've told you this. I'm sure I've told you this before, but I briefly worked at Lloyd's TSB call centre. Yeah. Um, when I was desperate for money. In, when my first child was born and uh, I, I took a, a call on the, the, the business account department from <laughs> a member of Shawadi Wadi who for their own privacy I will remain will remain nameless mm. but uh, all I'll say is this was 2003 so quite a way past Shawadi Wadi's here day mm. but the fellow was just juggling debt was left, he? right and centre yeah yeah it wasn't pretty was he what? Was he moving money between accounts? Yeah, that kind of thing. There was some in business a loans. Way. Yeah, there were some business loans. He was robbing Peter to pay Paul at the time. Mm. Um, and I that's hope not, that's stressful. I hope, I hope the nostalgia circuit picked up sufficiently for him to get out of I that mire like that it, he was in. I, yeah, I mean that's a shame because there is money to be made. I mean, I don't know how much Frankie Allen from researchers is making, but from what my mum tells me, I mean, my mum regards him as if he is a billionaire. So it's hard to tell from her <laughs> point of view because she just thinks of him yeah. as like on a level with Elton John, like in terms yeah. of his celebrity and his money. Yeah. Like she will say things like, "Oh wow," you know. Fra- I mean, Frankie. Oh yeah, Frankie's been there, and I got you know. If I said, "Oh, how did oh Frankie's been to Morocco? How, what what airline did he fly?" Well, I, I assume he has his own private jet. Take him there, <laughs> like that's the sort of thing my mum thinks about the guys who basically searches. She does seem to think he's very rich, but I, yeah, I have certain indicators that he does all right out of the um, nostalgia circuit, and yeah, so I think Shawadi Wadi should. It's I don't like to think of them struggling in mm. their dotage and I hope that they've got proper management now I mean, I mean me I and like you were too busy with we... the podcasting to manage them but in another life we might yeah. have managed them yeah definitely I like to think that at some point in the future you and I will be big on the uh, the podcast nostalgia circuit of the future <laughs> yeah oh, I love um, the idea of playing Shanklin because they, yeah. they, they have Shanklin Theatre does a lot of um, nostalgia stuff the nostalgia like stuff yeah nostalgia. We'll, we'll, we'll go and we'll just reenact some of the best bits from this podcast, yeah. scripted. And some we of the older like cunts. We won't do like a new live show like we do at the moment. We'll be we're far too jaded and nah. worn out to do that. We'll just try out the greatest hits. A lacklustre rendition of the greatest hits. Yeah. <laughs> um, one other question about Pop Pan and the lids. Um, is Pop just spelt P-O-T and is Pan yeah. just spelt P-A-N? Yeah, yeah, there's no fanciness. It literally is named after the kitchen utensils, the pots okay. and the pans thought, and the lids that go on them. It might have been a twist. Twist, it might nah, have been P-O-T-T or P-A-N-N, something like that, just to make it look like a real human name. No? Nah, that, I feel okay. that that's a bit more modern. I think in the old days it was sort of like, I imagine it could also be a puppet show. Yeah, 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 definitely. 
So if you're trying to pitch it to a rental company and it fails, uh, it can be you a can take it to show. CITV. I mean, if you think about it, it could be anything. You could have, you could do a Ranger <laughs> Teat House. You could do a puppet show. You could do a board game. Anything. Pasta sauce. Whatever, you know. Whatever people <laughs> that, are into. What's that? They, they have now in America salad dressing, <laughs> which is like a sauce you put on lettuce. Did you know? You could do Did that. you know that Paul Newman packed the acting in and he started doing salad dressing? So there's money in it. Because Paul Newman's done saying. it. Also, this, and then, I'm looking as a for a 360 that, approach. As a response to that, over here, Barry Norman stopped doing the film show and he started making onions. So, you know, uh, and then you I was having a backup plan. Grossman had his pasta sauce. You've got to think, you've got to look at the bigger picture. You've got to have a 360 management approach. I am looking at several different revenue streams. So let me draw you a picture, right? This here in the middle. That's pot pan on the lids. That's me, my brand. But all around it, like satellite <laughs> revenue streams, pasta sauce, salad dressing, onions, board games, tea towels, puppet shows, the lot. No, it's just spelled P-O-T-P-A-N. Like the no, words. and that's no. a deal breaker. Everyone I've been to see so far has suggested adding extra letters for some fucking reason, to my name. The name <laughs> says as it is, Pop Pan and the Lids. Simple. <laughs> yeah, so excellent stuff. Um, we had... Oh, someone else I was going to say, what was it? Oh, you mentioned Elton John. Did you see Elton John at the Watford match yesterday in his no. director's box, watching Watford celebrating, getting promoted? What was he yeah, wearing? He was there. He was... Oh, it was, just, it was quite uh, subdued. I think mm. it was just like a purple gown. I'm just going to wear my purple gown I don't want to steal the attention from myself It's all about the lads They're the ones who've done the hard work David, just get me my standard velvet gown The purple one I'll I'll zhuzh it up with my Aladdin slippers But they won't be able to see them because I'll be sitting down Get my medium-sized cowboy hat (laughs) No, not the huge one Not the ten-gallon the eighth gallon. <laughs> so yeah, that was that was interesting. I watched that because um, the championship was where it was at yesterday. I mean, we, we, we were both disappointed, I think, by our respective football teams today. Um, oh, we we drew one so one against all. We drew one one against already relegated Northampton mm. to seal fucking fourth place in League One with nine home wins out of twenty three for the season. This Jesus is a great Christ. opportunity for. Uh, joke when you say oh we drew 1-1 with Northampton and I say mm. cobblers and you go no straight up <laughs> cobblers yeah we were actually yeah, yeah. Um, so that's like course- I was watching um, uh, Only Fools and Horses and the bloke goes to him in the pub his mate his Australian mate goes let's get a bottle of champagne he goes and, De- and Del Boy goes Dave no, who's the barman? Can't remember. Mike. Yeah, Mike. Get us a bot. Get send us over a bottle of Moe, will ya? And he turns to his mate and goes, "That's Prince Charles's favourite champagne." And his mate goes, "No, that's Bollinger." And he goes, "No, straight up, it is, mate." <laughs> High quality stuff. Yeah. Very good. Uh, what was I going to say? I've just looked at the prediction leg there. There's nothing going on really. You got one point. I got one point. Results. I got two. Really depressed about West Ham. Nah, not yeah. depressed. It's just a fucking silly child's game. I don't know why I get myself so excited 
We've lost three mm-hmm. out of the last four now. It's tough at the top. You realise that if you want to be in the Champions League, you've got to be fucking good against everyone. And if you're not prepared to be fucking good, if you're not good enough to be like that, even against very decent sides like Evan, don't turn to be in Champions League, yeah. mate. Simple as that. This is it. I mean, Everton is a six-pointer if you look at the table because Everton could theoretically overtake you. And they're yeah. eight. Oh, they could well do it. If we had won today, we were guaranteed our lowest position would have been eighth. Yeah. And that would have guaranteed us, apparently, and I only found this out today, there is a new European competition called the oh. Euro- European Conference or something. Yeah. Have you it's heard like of that? The Vauxhall, it's like the Vauxhall Conference, but of Europe, from what I can yeah. gather. It is. Uh, I'm. I'm fucking staggered that they think there's any legs in this at all. <laughs> I and know, that anybody might be interested. Are totally disinterested in the Europa League. In yeah, fact, of course. Quite people rightly, are, di- people are disinterested in most of the Champions League. You only get interested for the yeah. quarterfinals. So it, why exactly they thought right. they could? Yeah. But having said that, having said that, as a as a fan of a club who could qualify still for the conference. Uh, and speaking of someone who went to watch West Ham in the Intertoto Cup final in, I think, 1999, mm. um, we, we, it was a two-legged final and we, we won away at Mets to lift the trophy. The last bit of silverware we won, really, unless you count uh, playoff did, finals. Did that, did that win then get you into the UEFA Cup? Yeah, and we got knocked out immediately in the first round, of course. <laughs> but I fucking absolutely loved it. I, I loved mm-hmm. going to the Intertoto Cup. And then another year when we got into the Europa League, having lost the cup final, I went to Napoli, uh, Palermo away. That was good. So for a team like West Ham who never get into Europe, even mm-hmm. if we get into a fucking poxy embarrassment of a Mickey Mouse Cup that's just been invented for a laugh... Probably yeah. been invented by um, the board member, the the marketing director of Gazprom. Do you yeah, know what I mean? We yeah. make new contest. Mm. We call Europa Conference. We sell much, much Gazprom. Mm, much Gazprom. Fo- a lovely foaming pint of Gazprom. Oh, we sell much <laughs> Gazprom to all stupid <laughs> football fan across continent. We we infect child's minds. With Gazprom fever. <laughs> Gazprom. For when they are bigger. Gazprom will run red through the sewers of Europe tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and to the oh, veins yeah. of the children too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, so Gazprom are behind that. that. But I'm I'm well up for it. If we get in it, I'll I'm just looking forward to it. listen, I've I actually have bought tickets. I have booked a fucking premiere in and mm. and bought plane tickets to go to Glasgow in July mm. based on what I now realise is merely a rumour that West Ham will be playing Celtic in a friendly. <laughs> really? <laughs> my, mate, my mate texted me yesterday morning and went, Oi, we were playing Celtic in July. Mm-hmm. We and the fans are going to be allowed in. We got to go to that, and yeah. I just—I must have woken up with it. I must have had a particularly good sleep on Friday night. Woke up with a burst of energy. I was like, "Yes, let's do it." So I thought, mm-hmm. "Fucking hell, West Ham at Celtic—that's going to be a right laugh." Um, yeah. So before I knew what was happening, I'd reserved my premiere in and bought mm-hmm. a flight 
to to Glasgow. And only later, when I told my mate this, and, it, you know, to be fair, he booked his flight too. He went, yeah. I mean, it's not confirmed. It was just in one of the Scottish papers. Oh, right. It's nothing on the West Ham website. <laughs> so course, I feel a bit it's... stupid, but that's how desperate I am to go and watch West Ham. And... Um, or just kind of just get out. But then what I realised was, Andy, we can easily, like, just go to... I said, look, worst yeah, comes to we've spent the money now. If the fucking yeah. if the game doesn't happen, we'll just go to Glasgow for the night. It'd be a laugh. Yeah, be really good. Glasgow's the best city. We've discussed it this is, before. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we might. Who knows? There might be a different game going on in Glasgow or Edinburgh or something like that that we I can mean, get along to. The the, the the whole fucking thing might get derailed by the whole uh, Europa Conference. You might be have this friendly set up, and then before you know it. It's it's been moved or postponed oh, if we get or cancelled. Conference. I bet you it's one of those things that the first qualifying games, like the day after we finish the it'll Premier be, League season, it'll, it'll be during Euro twenty one. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You've got to go to Romania now. <laughs> you're playing <laughs> Bucharest. Fuck off. What? I never heard of them. Do you mean Stau Bucharest? No, Bucharest. No. Fuck off. They're, they're actually in the second division in Romania. <laughs> They qualified because of their lack of yellow cards. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. They qualified because they did the fewest back passes in the final yeah. third quadrant of the fucking season. Now, you've got to have 18 <sighs> fucking injections before you go. <laughs> Covid's just um, got started there. It's like films in the old days. They only reached, like, Romania a couple of years late. It's the same with viruses. Mm. They've just got over to uh, Romania now, the old COVID. So you yeah. and it's original COVID. So you've got to be fucking in- yeah. injected up to the bollocks. <laughs> it's COVID classic. COVID it's classic. The, yeah, it's not it's not cherry COVID or any of those variations. <laughs> New recipe COVID. Yeah, um, Premier Inn though. You can't go wrong with that Premier Inn trick because well, that's it one of the things the that excite me most. Because I said yeah. to him that if we're gonna go. We got to stay. I said, I'm not going to Glasgow and back mm. in a day. Fuck that. And he went, oh, expensive. And I went, oh, my friend, no. You are benefiting mm. now from, you are the you are the indirect beneficiary of Andy Dawson Logistics PLC. <laughs> it's like sec- it's like secondary smoking. Secondary oh, yeah. logistics. Except it's good for you. Except it will not give you cancer. Quite the reverse, in fact. <laughs> it will give you comfort, which, of course... Is the reverse of cancer. <laughs> you don't get comfort, cancer, it's a life enhancer. Comfort and peace of mind. That's what you get with Andy Dawson Logistics. I mean, hey, I did the Premier Inn thing on cup finals every season for about six years, starting mm. second round or third round, depending on which cup it was. And uh, you book your Premier Inns near Wembley. You see if you get to the cup final. If you don't, just cancel them. If you or do get to the cup go final, for a lovely weekend in the Premier, Premier Inn in Wembley. Yeah, well, there's a cup final on. Jalapeno. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Jalapeño. I think that Lenny Henry did ads for a while for, um, he did. for premiering. And mm-hmm. they based the whole thing, their ad campaign at the time, on how you would have a great night's sleep. If you mm. went to a premiere in, followed by Great Breakfast. Now we've made mention many times on this podcast of the disdain we feel for almost all advertising, apart, of course, from the adverts that we carry on our podcasts, <laughs> <laughs> which are marvelous, uh. right? But that ad campaign was one of the few you kind of had to that I now realise in mm. retrospect, I doff my cap to. So go right, they're promising two things: yeah, great night's sleep and a great breakfast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What more does anyone want in life, really? Any travelling businessman or travelling podcaster, right? Well, that great sex. A great noshing. <laughs> he didn't. He stopped short of fucking offering that up. I don't. I hey, don't know. That's if you take the executive option. What? No. Listen. If you if you go to any Premier Inn, this is true. If you go to any Premier Inn and you ask for their Henny Lenry room, that's <laughs> Henny Lenry. Yeah. They put you in. They've got an S&M dungeon in each one, and they put you oh, in that. I don't want an S&M dungeon. No, no, I wouldn't mind just getting get into my room and finding a, you know, a sexy divorcee. <laughs> I think you say an after eight, but whatever. <laughs> an after eight on my pillow. A sexy widow. Could I have no, the sexy I widow mean, suite, please? Yeah. I mean, not everyone's into it, but I've heard this. If you ask for the Henny Lenry room... Well, maybe I'll in. give that a go when I'm in Glasgow. It's 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 kind of that thing, you know. What what have you got under the counter, mate? Sort of thing. It's like that. But um, we don't tell him I told you. Today. We went up yeah. the park today. See me mum for a little picnic, and I invited my mate along. Right, and he came with his missus and his little girl, and mm-hmm. he sidled up to me when we were all there having our sandwiches and that, and he went mm-hmm. out the side of his mouth. I haven't told her about Glasgow. I said, I beg your pardon. I haven't told her about Glasgow. <laughs> I went, what? Your missus? He went, yeah. And I went, fucking hell, mate. You could have told me a bit sooner. I'm so, you know, I could have blurted that out. You know, I'm a blurter. <laughs> but yeah, he, he had all the big chat. It was his idea to go. So he booked it. And now he's obviously shat himself, hasn't he? Right. Yeah. Oh, well. But well, the money's spent, what happens mate. With that. Get to Glasgow. Just have a night out in Glasgow. Just I will fly. be having you get a great... on an aeroplane. Either way, I'll be having a great time. I'm flying from Heathrow, which is very close to where I live, so it's no hassle. Nice mid-morning flight, no getting up early. Yeah. I didn't want to... He wanted to get the first thing flight, but because I don't drink, I said, look, 
uh, other non-drinkers listening will know this, you can't be going somewhere where the only option is to be in a pub full of mad, pissed-up West Ham fans who literally haven't been allowed to go to a game for 18 months and their first yeah. game back is away He's at in fucking, fucking Celtic. Glasgow. I mean, this is like... Len asked me to go, if he could come. I went, look, you can't come. I'm not even going to fucking sugarcoat this. You Stop can't for come. for children. And he went, why not? I said, listen... <laughs> This is like West Ham have not been allowed to go to any games for 18 months. And now they'd some some fucker has thought a good idea would be to make their first game back in Glasgow, right, against Celtic. <laughs> but you've got to... <laughs> I was going to say you've got to madness. go on a plane. But you haven't got to go on a plane. You can go on the trade, which will be even fucking worse. Because you're on there terrible. for five hours. In my drinking days, I would oh. have loved that. But now I said to him, look, I've got to fly up there get off the plane, have a bit of lunch and then get straight to grass. I said, I can't be fucking in some pub with everyone paralytic and going mental for five hours. Yeah. I said, I just got to go there and I've got to get my premiere in. In fact, as we found out when we were on the road, when you arrive mm. and the hotel, you can't check it in till three, but you get there early, mm. it can be really horrible because you're just so tired. Touring is of, so hard. You know what I'm thinking of, mate? Booking Because the prices are so low, at the moment in advance and the fucking book the night before as well so when I get oh. there the room's already available see what I mean well there's that or you could go travel lodge which I think's where we stayed in Glasgow wasn't it the travel lodge oh maybe we did yeah we did we did we stayed in the travel lodge but with the travel lodge you can get early check in from midday or oh. you can have late checkout until 2pm for an extra tenner each side I'll do fucking so, both mate I'm going to do it as soon as... I mean, it's not as comfortable in a travel lodge and the breakfast is not, not even in the same stratosphere as the Premier Inn breakfast. Yeah. But I could walk round the corner to the Premier you Inn do breakfast. Yeah, I've done this before. You just stroll into the Premier Inn. They don't know you haven't stayed there. I it's stayed here last night. Can I take your name, please? Yeah. Oh. My name's Pop oh. You might recognise me. I'm a singer of some note. I'm on the nostalgia circuit. Oh, what do you mean? Where are the lids? They stay in. The, they stay in the travel lodge. Ah, fuck them! I'm the fucking real talent. Let me tell you something about the lids. They change all the time. People think it's the same three lads, but it's not. You know, I just get whoever each time. I'm the only consistent one in the act. That's another thing. That's another fact I was going to tell you earlier. The pot pan and the lids thing reminded me a lot of Gladys Knight and the Pips. I'm yeah. sure I've mentioned this before, but you know the Pips. Yeah. I'm glad it's not, you know the story about the Pips, don't you? Uh, no. But they haven't been seen since 1985, any of them. What, they just all disappeared? Gladys, Gladys Knight refuses to talk about it. Fucking hell, that's yeah. chilling. Yeah. What, so you're saying that Gladys Knight killed Care- the Pips? Da, 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 da. Careful. Don't make accusations. Gladys them. Knight, I've heard that Gladys Knight is very litigious. So don't try really? and... Oh, I've Do you just know said- what this would... Do you, do you know what this would make an amazing episode of? Mm-hmm. Unforgotten, that programme that I got into recently yeah. with Nicola Walker. I need to get into Be- that, yeah. Because that, every series opens, it's a no fucking about, um, what do you call it, like template sort of thing that they've got. Yeah. So it And it follows the exact same beats as I believe they're called by screenwriters. And the first <laughs> one... I saw, I saw a screenwriter the other day on Twitter referring to a beat sheet. Beat sheet? Fucking <laughs> hell. Right, imagine reading the beat sheet for Beat Street. Oh, You know yeah. that film about graffiti yeah. and breakdancing. Mm-hmm. Right, so the opening scene 
of Unforgotten is always mm. like, it's like there'll be some workmen, there'll be a JCB, and much like, as I've said, the opening scenes of a classic casualty episode, it'll cut to a man doing a, a, a four out of ten standard actor going, Hey, Gov, we found something here. <laughs> and then another four out of ten actor comes over and stands with his hands on his hips and goes, Bloody hell, you better call the police. Then you just see Sanjeev Basker and Nicola Walker turn up wearing some like masks and and like all all in one boiler suits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. paper suits, and they're like, oh, Basker's like, oh, not again, Gov. (laughs) Keeps us in work, I suppose. (laughs) Four bodies this time. Four bodies. Yeah, and judging by the skeletons, judging by the position (laughs) that they they were they've been preserved in, they were all clicking their left feet. (laughs) <laughs> their fingers <laughs> as they died. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, right, I want uh, you fr- to get me a list of all singers who had a backing band between the years 1960 and 1985 comprised of four <laughs> people who clicked their fingers. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hey, there's four families out there who've all been asking questions for the last 30 years about what happened to their... Yeah. Sons, because they're let's, unforgotten. Let's start giving them some answers, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, we've said enough about Gladys Knight there and the uh, the lost lamented Pips, wherever they are. If you're a member of the Pips and you listen to this, and you want to you confirm want to, you're not you know, dead, you, 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 please get in touch, and we'll try and um, reunite you with Gladys Knight. If that's what she wants, if that's what you want. Reunited. Um, yes, with the care. Been doing a lot of uh, jokes today, go, haven't I? We, we, we had we had um, that thing about the Lampardine uh, fella on the touchline with the long grey hair. Uh, uh, oh yeah, in Leeds. And uh, Craig Gilmore gets in touch and says, "Lads, you were questioning whether refs have the power to send off anyone in society because they were asking the ref, obviously, to oh, yeah. send off the smoking boys by the side of the pitch." <laughs> uh, and Craig says, "I have seen evidence of this firsthand." Hey. Oh. He says, I was in charge of an under-17 school team at a previous school I worked at. We were drawn away in the Scottish Schools Cup quarterfinals to Falkirk High. A lot of information there, which probably isn't important. Uh, About five minutes into the game, one of the opposing team's parents rips into a torrent of abuse towards the ref. Whereas, as we know, Sam, the best thing to do is just sidle up the linesman and go into his whisper in his ear, you fucking cunt. (laughs) Especially if it's an under-11 girls game. Girls, man. (laughs) Uh, rips into a torrent of abuse towards the ref. He promptly walks over and sends the parent off, telling him to vacate the school grounds. Oh! Vacate the school grounds. Now, this makes sense because it's a school, it's a private uh, enterprise, if you like. The referee, Mm. I guess, might be the teacher from that school. Maybe Mm. not. Maybe they get a ref in from outside, but... Uh, it's like throwing someone out of a pub, isn't it? Mm. You can do that if you've got authority, but that's what he's done. Told him to vacate the school grounds, but it says, however, being a, being a school, the parent just walked to the other side of the fence and continued his verbal assault for the next 85 minutes. So he did. He did. He left the school grounds, went the other side of the fence and continued to call the ref a cunt for a further 85 minutes. You know, like they say so, with lo- a good lawyer never answers a question, never asks a question he doesn't already know the answer to. You heard yeah. that phrase, right? 
that like uh, Timbrel would know that sort of thing oh, Timbrel yeah, of would live by. Rule one, but yeah. That remind that that makes me think of something which is never get involved in a Mexican standoff mm. with someone unless you're fucking certain you'll win. So basically, yeah, just yeah. my yeah. attitude is never even start a Mexican standoff. I had one, mm. one of the most excruciating experiences in my life was when we were fucking students and we were on our way back one night, and there was a bloke in a, in a, we you know bunked into one of those fir- old fashioned first class carriages they used to have like out of Quadrophenia. You know, when it was like a compartment. <laughs> they don't seem to have them on trains yeah. anymore. And yeah. we used to go, if it was the last train home to Brighton, we'd get on, from London, we'd get on it. And uh, and we got in it and there was some bloke in there who, like, I don't know, fucking supported Chelsea or something. And my mate just sort of took took against him and told him to fuck off out of our, gar- our carriage. And the bloke just went, no. <laughs> like, because <laughs> he was an adult and we were like, yeah. Well, we were like nineteen or twenty or something, and my mate went, "You better fucking get out, mate." And he went, just sort of paused and went, "No, I don't want to." I was here first. Like he wasn't aggressive. He just said, "I'm not getting out." <laughs> and then it was then that I realised, oh my god, my mate has just started a Mexican standoff that cannot mm. be won unless he is willing yeah. to get up and try and what lift the man out of the carriage. <laughs> Do you know what yeah, I mean? Exactly, Carry yeah. him out. Just doesn't seem worth it. Um, and I can't, I mean, I'm sure I've been in situations like that before. Where, so never tell someone to do something banking on the fact that they will be scared into doing it. Because most it's, it's, people, it's, not it, yeah. most people will just say, no, I'm not doing that thing that you've asked me to do. Right. And then yeah. you look the cunt. It's that thing. What, what's that phrase? Don't write, don't let your mouth write a check that you fists can't cash or whatever something like yeah. that yeah exactly yeah but it's like it, when when there's violence or at least the threat of violence that's one thing but you can do it in all manner of different ways like well i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do i mean fucking hell there, there was that time that i've spoken about when i tried to i threatened to burn the flat down of the geezer who lived upstairs from us in a fucking shared block yeah I said, that's it, I'm burning your fucking flat down. And Anna was like, mm. how are you going to fucking burn his flat down without, without burning, burning the whole building down? Yeah. Um, mm. I think that's where we got, where we first came up with the phrase, fire knows no boundaries. I think it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that was a Mexican standoff that I started and couldn't win. But my mate, just briefly, I haven't got time to go into it in detail, but my mate, Todd, who, who's the truck man, who took me out in his truck on Friday. Oh, yeah. He told me how he had a sort of a Mexican standoff over a parking space where he was going for it, front ways mm-hmm. in, and a car came the other way and tried to get in their front ways in. And they were both nudging, mm-hmm. nudging, nudging, right? And no one would back off. Yeah. So in the end, what he did was he turned off the ignition, took the keys out, showed the keys where he had the keys in his hand, got out of the car and just fucked off, leaving <laughs> the car where it was. Brilliant. Right. But then the other geezer did the same. So it was really <laughs> mad. So you just had two cars sort of both kind of semi-wedged into a space, but with their asses sticking out into the middle of the road, causing a massive jam. They both just walked <laughs> off in opposite directions. I don't know who the winner... That I think they're both losers in that situation, really. Me and my daughter were once behind a car that was going down a single lane road because there was parked cars down either side. So you couldn't. You could only get one car going down it. And as... The car in front of us was halfway down this road. Another car turned and came the other way towards it, and there was a standoff. Mm. And neither of them were going to budge. 
and there's nothing they could do. They couldn't get past each other, they couldn't get round of each other. Somebody was going to have to reverse back to their entrance point and let the other one through. And we were stood behind them for about five minutes waiting for this to, to oh, resolve yeah. itself, and it didn't. I reversed in the end, and we fucked off. But now, whenever we go past that road, we always look around the corner and say, are they still there? <laughs> and, 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 and you know what? They are. You've always got to just back down. I mean, I I want to get to a state in my life where I'm so spiritually enlightened that I am yeah. always willing to back down. It's part of the just rest philosophy, isn't it? It really? is. I'm not I'm not quite there mm. yet. I do sometimes still have my moments, but I back down a hell of a lot more than I used to. Because yeah. it's such a waste of fucking energy and headspace. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not backing down over shit. It's like, who fucking cares? Yeah, I, care. just don't get I don't care about place. face. Saving fucking mm-hmm. face. Back down. This is it. For an easier before, life. We, we, we're at an age where we couldn't give a fuck what anyone thinks about us, and it's very, very freeing yeah. to be able to do that, to not have to worry about how you're perceived or seen by anybody. As I've said, the um, most the most overrated quality is dignity. <laughs> totally. Um, we're almost out of time, but you didn't mention your day out in the truck. Do you want to go over it briefly? Is there anything to report? It was, it, it was to... very pleasant. Um, yeah. We drove to the storage... We had mm-hmm. a dig around in the storage. Nice. Then we went for a sandwich and a coffee. The truck probably. Um, I yeah. I've got a new Instagram account, so I made a little video, but really badly oh, made video. But you can go on there. It's the reset Sam and see the little video Sam. of Todd's. I interviewed him a little bit about the interesting thing was the backstory of the truck. He bought it off a Millwall fan called Sunglasses yeah. Dave. I think his name is. So right. that was quite an interesting story. Okay. Um, but uh, that was probably the most exciting thing about the day. There's something else I was going to tell you about truck. Oh yeah, the truck has two gear sticks. But I only noticed this afterwards. I didn't ask enough questions about it at the time. But when I was looking back at the video I'd made inside the truck later, I thought, how did I not fucking notice that this truck has got two gear sticks right next to each other? Right. So that presents more questions than answers. Well, you're gonna have to text Todd and find out, aren't you? For the next episode and one last thing and it definitely isn't time to go into this but i haven't i have also not reported back on the wonderful lunch i had by the river in windsor on thursday with paul dangerous denan in which he told me a wonderful <laughs> story from his naughty's heyday Does which involved <laughs> a celebrity shooting tournament yeah. in berkshire yeah involving cameos from Richard E. Grant, Tim Henman, <laughs> Tim Vincent, formerly of Blue Peter, yeah. Vinnie Jones, Chris Tarrant, and perhaps most pertinently of all, Ooh. Chris Tarrant's former wife, Ingrid Tarrant. Ooh. It was one of the most wonderful stories I have heard in many years, and it's coming soon. On an episode of Top Flight Time Machine. <laughs> Is it being told by Paul Denan? <laughs> what? Is Are it what? Gonna tell it? Is it going to be told by Paul Denan? Oh, I, I mean, it would be much... If, if we got his version, it'd be much yeah. funnier than me retelling <laughs> it. So if you want, I'll just get him to do a voicemail and we'll play it out. If you could do that, that would be great. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll look into that. All right, that's it for this one. More episodes coming throughout the week. Brand new stuff on IFS, if you subscribe with that. Uh, that's it from us. Uh, sometimes it's okay to be in first gear. In a sense, we all have two gear sticks. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.